So you're walking through the snow. Your feet are crunching. The snow is melting. You're in the National Forest. The pine trees have lost all their snow and ice. They're green. Some of them have bright orange skin. Others have grayish, blackish. And together it makes quite a tapestry with many different colors and hues and shades and a feeling of great texture, texture and richness and depth. Behind these majestic trees and little cute ones too, up and behind them, you've got to picture a bright piercing blue sky made perhaps more piercing bright blue by the snow that's still on the ground, sparkling, melting, crusting, icing. You can hear it. That's where you are if you are with me. I am T, and this is Burning Tarot. Burning Tarot is the little mini podcast where we go on nature walks and draw a tarot card that helps give us a little bit of guidance for the upcoming week or so. The week or so is kind of vague because you never really know exactly how often I'm gonna do this thing. So that's Burning Tarot and I'm very glad that you're on the nature walk and card reading with me today out here in Deschutes National Forest in Oregon, Central Oregon. Now I'm savoring this beautiful day. It feels like a spring day. Part of me is afraid every year during this time of year. You know, you go, "Uh uh-oh, what if there's not going to be any more snow this year? What if that's it? What if the drought gets worse and worse and worse? Well, the drought does keep getting worse, but usually this is a little false spring. This is just a wonderful moment of sun. We've passed the solstice, and this is a really significant point in the year physically, spiritually. As soon as we pass solstice, that was in December, of course, on the 21st, we begin to allow more light into our days, into our existence, into our hearts. Because the sun starts rising in the sky here in the Northern Hemisphere. And as far as I know, most of our listeners, at least the ones who correspond with me, are in the Northern Hemisphere. So we've passed our winter solstice. We're getting more sun every day. Even if it's just a few minutes worth, it seems to count. And you can actually just look out and see if you take a walk every day. You'll notice how the sun is actually changing its angle in the sky. And that makes everything look different. And if it was really low on the horizon, depends like how, how far north you are. Um, you'll also notice that it seems to be a little less low on the horizon. And you might get this spring-like day like I have today. This uh, ties in very nicely with our card for this week. We have pulled the Nine of Cups. Now the cups are aligned with the water element. 
Makes sense, right? You have a cup, you fill it with water, you fill it with wine. In my case, you probably fill it with kombucha. Um, it's watery, it's wet, right? It makes sense. And what does that really mean? Well, all the cards in the uh, minor suit, the pips, minor arcana of the tarot, or tarot, they're all associated with an element. And you can do this with your playing cards too. The cups correspond to the hearts in a deck of playing cards. And the tarot is used for reading in English-speaking countries especially, used for fortune-telling and such. But it comes out of a, a game called Terochi, a card game. So shouldn't be too shocked to find these similarities. Anywho, we have this Nine of Cups. So the water element, first of all, speaks to our emotions, our feelings, our very kind of connected to our bodies, animal, ancestral emotion. The fact that we are part of these long ancestral chains, chains of command, chains of DNA, swirling and interswirling, coming apart, coming back together. That's also associated with the earth element. But there is a special place for the water element, for the cups. There is a special deep attachment to our farthest historical roots as humans, as pre-human animals our human history and our own particular ancestry, but also, you know, the water is the ocean. The water is the primordial ooze from which we first emerged, from which we emerged with feet instead of fins, or perhaps we had both at first. Some deep, deep stuff way pre-language, pre-human, uh, you know, comprehension, slicing and dicing, putting everything in categories, building empires. Before all that, we came out of the, the sludge. If you prefer a creation story that involves um, a god or some kind of intelligence, uh, willfully creating us very specifically, that works fine too. At some point, there was the ooze. There was the mysterious space dust before the Big Bang. There was no Adam's rib yet. And when we draw water, as drawing water from a well, when we draw water from the card deck, the tarot, in the form of cups, we're drawing water from that great, vast, undefined space. Nine of Cups reminds us that this history is really rich and really kind of juicy and tasty. And there is something here to enjoy, to savor, like a fake spring day in the middle of winter 
a warm day where I'm going to have to stop and take off my jacket here in a second. A special gift where we're really able to enjoy something good about our human selves. It's an invitation to get a little bit outside of our heads. Heads, minds, thinking, thinking our thinky thoughts, all that stuff. Getting swirled up in our thinky thoughts. Um, being plugged into the internet, into the news. Very thinky thought type of stuff. That's all the realm of air. The element of air, the suit of swords. Nine of Cups kind of says, okay, that's all very well, but that's not what we're going to do right now. Nine of Cups says, this week, we're going to sit down and pour ourselves nine cups of fine water or tea. Maybe champagne, but if it's champagne, don't drink them all at once, please. We're going to feel our human selves our beautiful bodies. We're going to take baths. If you're in a place where you feel uh, that environmentally it feels comfortable to you to have a hot bath and uh, use that energy or use that water, this is a great time to do that. For those of you who don't, I totally understand. Maybe one of these days I'll join you. I have reduced my number of baths but not given them up. So that's one way to literally enjoy the water. If for some reason you are listening to this from a uh, beautiful tropical beach, well, forget the bath and go get in the ocean for heaven's sake. What are you doing listening to a podcast? Out with you, out to the ocean, into the waves. We are invited to be with our emotions and allow our ancestry to support us, to feel the positive sentiments that we might have if we consider our family tree or we take down a pair of earrings that belonged to our grandmother and we hold them for a while maybe we wear them if we have grandchildren we smile at them we think about how we're part of this long chain long chain in our families and histories, ancestries, family trees. Most of us have some difficulty and fraught stuff on there, but the Nine of Cups isn't asking us to really engage with the awful fraughtness. The Nine of Cups is saying, this is a good time to engage with the positive feelings we may have, or that we may be able to glean from our pasts and our families and from our, our created families, if we have a family of friends or an online community that acts sort of like a family to us. I sometimes feel that way about my online community, uh, which has been going, I've been part of it for 30 years, but it doesn't have to be that long either. There's different places where we feel our history intertwines with that of others. And so the Nine of Cups says, let's enjoy that. And I will describe the card to you. We are using Cat Black's Golden Tarot. And those of you who are regular listeners, you know that we use this deck a lot because I totally dig it. It's very golden and lovely. And it's uh, made using digital collage of um, 
Renaissance and maybe late medieval paintings. So it's the imagery is fantastic. Nine of Cups shows a Madonna and child. So the Madonna is seated on some kind of a chest. She's holding the baby Jesus. She's looking straight out at the, you know, camera. Because <laughs> there weren't cameras back then when they painted this painting. She's got her halo. Um, baby Jesus is looking up at her going, Mama. Uh, a white dog sits on the floor, checkerboard floor near them, which reminds me of David Lynch a little bit. Um, and there are black curtains behind. There is also... A corvid, I guess a magpie, eating some berries off of a plate. So this is a very um, activated kind of love card. Mother Mary, I've just, I just finished watching Get Back, that amazing Beatles documentary. Mother Mary comes to me. So I think that's why I said Mother Mary. Mother Mary is, um, she is at peace there is a contentment here. She knows she's done her job. Now, in, in this case, using the Christian mythology, um, you know, her job was to carry the seed of God and make a baby. And she has done so. And she still has many responsibilities, but she understands that she's kind of combining the spiritual with the physical. That's her amazing job that she has to do here. And in that way, her own ancestry is being passed along and that of the gods or the single G God, depending on your belief system. And baby Jesus is looking up at her adoringly as babies do mothers all the time. It doesn't have to be a, a fancy mom wearing a golden halo. There is love in this equation. So for those of us who are involved in the actual, you know, passing along of DNA, parenting, this is a good time to reach out to and enjoy the company of our mothers, of our children. For those of us who are not involved in the passing along of DNA, there are many interactions that can also be had. There are those that we pass on other things to. It doesn't have to be DNA. There's knowledge. There's love. There's amusement. There's fun. So share those with a child in your life. Or reach, reach back up your ancestral chain. Call your stepmother. Call your great-grandfather if he's still around. If he's not around, you can call him at your altar and say something to him on the other side, after death. Nine of Cups says, what a great time to savor what we have in our animal, human bodies, in nature. Why don't we relax for a minute instead of just um, beating ourselves over the head with difficult issues. Step away from the difficult issues. We're only looking at about a week here. And bask in nature. Bask in having a body and in having these interesting connections with other humans. These moments of love. Of Nine of Cups does carry with it a warning against excess. So if the, the urge toward pleasure and maybe relaxing 
enjoying emotion, if that turns into something, you know, indolent and decadent, um, that might not be so good. So we do have to kind of keep an eye on ourselves. Um, for those who drink alcohol, there's a very specific warning in this card. It's like, hey, watch how much you drink. <laughs> Don't drink too much. Literally, it's that literal. Don't drink too many cups. Um, and uh, if, if you use other substances or food, uh, anything you ingest particularly uh, as a way of bringing pleasure or escaping pain or falling into addiction. And, you know, I don't know where the line is between those things half the time. You might not either, but you might have an idea of what I mean when I say, okay, this card calls you out saying, all right, I want you to enjoy yourself without, without delving into excess with those things. So this is not the week for eating five pints of ice cream, for chugging down half a bottle of wine tonight, um, whatever, whatever. You get the idea. And that's our, um, our edict, our instruction for the week from the Golden Tarot here on the Burning Tarot mini podcast with your ever-loving tarot reader, T. We're supposed to enjoy ourselves. We're supposed to make enough room where we can enjoy ourselves. And for me, sometimes that's hard, um, particularly in stressful, difficult, weird times where I'm hooked on the news. So I personally... Um, I'm stepping back from the news again uh, as a mental health thing. And I felt very gratified to draw this card because I felt like it was saying, yeah, good choice. This is, this is the time for reveling in um, tactile, beautiful, real human connection and love, and nature. So, I hope some of you will enjoy, will enjoy, will enjoy it, and will join me in this. And as always, I do love getting your emails that tell me uh, how these things are going for you. Like, how do these readings intersect with your real life? And as always, you know, keep it just to a few sentences, because uh, that's, that's about all I can... <laughs> about all I can parse. Um, but I really do love the emails and I know sometimes I don't answer all of them, but I really am reading them all. And it gives me an idea of how the cards and the podcast are working with your lives. It's super interesting. Very interesting. You guys have fascinating lives. Uh, if you would like your own personal reading, go to tiffanyleebrown.com slash shop, S-H-O-P-P-E. I have a sale up there for a one-card reading, and that's been so much fun that I'm just going to leave the sale going, I think, through the end of the month. And that's a super-duper affordable little one-card draw. Get them while you can. Uh, but there's the other longer readings still available, as always. All right, I think I'll be back in a week or so. Pull another card, see how things go. Uh, my Nine of Cups heart is is filled with a sense of gladness. The snow is sparkling. I can feel 
you guys out there in the woo, in the universe, doing your thing. And while I like hearing from you, sometimes I don't hear from you for a long time. And then I, then I get an email and you tell me all sorts of exciting things. And I, I feel you out there listening. I appreciate that a great deal. Podcasts are kind of a weird way to be in touch with somebody, aren't they? Um, and yet, here we are being in touch with each other. Gotta love it. Okay, email me at burningtarot at gmail.com or not. And we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.